Uh, oh, shit. Honestly, I forgot. Oh, yeah, Justin's, his hair ate his. Oh, yeah, I couldn't see yours. Yeah. Colin, you two uh, cool? Colin's raw dog. Where are the headphones? The, I don't Are they not here? Oh, there's someone. Look the for them, dude. Nope. There's some headphones. <laughs> You're going to have right. to. You can't go far, though. Oh, man. You got to lean in. It forces us to. Bring the couch forward. Secrets. Bring the couch forward. Yeah, so our, I'm getting new headphones soon, Corey. So if you just if you talk to anybody about our setup here, just let them know. New headphones it's are coming. Legit. Okay, so don't complain about the headphones. Yeah, yeah, just if you could. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Hell yeah. So what's up? It's not your Sega Dreamcast. Are we, we're actually going to do an intro this week, I guess. Uh, Hello, dreamers. Yeah, we have. What are you doing, Colin? Tangled up, dog. Let him untangle. <laughs> the time when we introduce a guest is supposed to be a, a sacred time where we all stop what we do and untangle. Doing, we focus. I thought you forgot my name for a second. No. I was like, that's, that's fun. We got Jimmy <laughs> Wood. <laughs> no, it's Corey Wood. What's up, dude? Uh, nothing much. I'm uh, honestly a little sick, so y'all are going to have to wash this mic after. Oh, that's cool. No, yeah. We, uh, we have a no-wash policy here, I think. Oh, you just hung over. No, I'm actually sick. Really? What's going on? Uh, just uh, I've got a bunch of shit. I, I deal with. I, I'm with twelve year olds all the yeah. time. Gross people. Yeah. So I get sick all the time now. Dude, I remember when I, I worked sucks. with kids. It was like you feel like you have a fever all the time. Yeah. Yeah, just like a light little fever. Well, it's the combination of they're gross and they don't wash their hands, <laughs> uh-huh. and then uh, and then I'm stressed mm-hmm. because they're also jerks most of the time. So then, like, that's just the perfect storm. I'm sick all the time now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sucks, dude. I mean, I'm a baby whenever I get sick. I don't dude, do shit. Are kids shittier than ever? Uh, most most kids are actually really good, but you got like a couple of kids. I I don't think they're shittier than ever, but like you just once a kid realizes that like you can't punch them. Like, <laughs> do you ever think about it? Do I ever think about punch? Like like have I ever almost punched a kid? No, but, but no. Have you ever thought about like yeah. what it would be like? Yeah, of in course. the mind, one yeah. is free. When I worked at a school, I would always, like, pick out the kids and be like, I could kick his ass. Oh. I could kick his <laughs> ass. <laughs> that kid could definitely kick my ass. Yeah, there's always that, like, 14-year-old that is huge. I think kids are dealing with the most shit of all kids these days. Why? I do. I feel like they're all fucking nerds, even, dude. We made the cutoff, dude. Like, I never had any, like, I didn't have social media constantly oh, in yeah. my pocket the entire time I was Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. That definitely fucks them up, I think. Seems to stop development. Dude, I was thinking about that. I'm addicted to my phone, but like... We got lucky. I at least got to be a kid for a while. Yeah. I can't imagine how kids are now. It's not necessarily about your phone. It's about like what you're doing on the phone, though. You could be playing video games, or you could be Wikipediaing stuff. they have social media now. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you got all the boys who have porn in their pocket. Which it's yeah, like, yeah, that's not good. I think our generation got screwed up. Like, I remember my dad when he found out I was watching porn, like telling me like how he used to look at porn. And he's like, yeah, and then we'd go and we'd jump in dumpsters and try to find. And so like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you had to score. Porn. Fucking, you had to use your senses when you were horny. And so like, we had a little bit. We didn't have that many problems, but at least you had how horny was them. your dad to go <laughs> jump in dumpsters for? That uh, wasn't even uncommon. No, I bet that find a, find someone's hidden like porno in a hollowed out tree or something. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's like always a thing. It's like an ancient tradition between men. You know, you, you pass on. Your, porn. Yeah. 
You you also knew how to hollow out trees. Like that's like one positive thing is like you'd hollow out a fucking tree. I know how to chop down a tree. Yeah. Nice owls. Yeah, everyone knows how to chop down a tree. You just take an axe and you hit it enough times it falls down. But how would you hollow it out? Carve that shit up. That that's not an answer. (laughs) Like a turkey dog. Fake. (laughs) I remember when I was younger, it was like I, you know, it was definitely easier for our generation to watch porn than like my dad's. But I remember like it was still challenging. Like I found my dad's porn, and I would like jerk off to that. But I, you had to like to have a system though. You had to like know when he was leaving, when he was coming home. Mm -hmm. You know, to watch porn and you know, uh, his stuff. Like you couldn't get caught with it. Where these days. I feel like you can just do it whenever. You can like wait till the parents gone. You know, you're ready to jerk off at all times. See, so like, you what like did you learn off this from? Stakes. What? <laughs> I like the high stakes. Of yeah, the, it's a rush. Like jerking off with uh, no one thinks you could get out of hand. Mm-hmm. So do you always? I, I usually keep it in hand when you jack off. Yeah, I'm usually sneaking around the apartment <laughs> whenever I'm jacking off. Dude, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> everybody else. Just looking at your roommate from around the corner. Yeah, that really gets me going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember like just doing the head jerk a lot because our computer, and I'm sure my parents did it on purpose, our computer was in a separate room and it faced the wall. So if you walked in, you could see the computer screen. And so like to see if anyone was walking in, you'd have to turn all the way around. Yeah, and the family <laughs> computer, another thing of the past. Yeah. The, the one centrally located computer in the house that mm-hmm. you got to try to use to jerk off. Got to hack the mainframe <laughs> there. Yeah. I would yeah, always yeah, panic when I wasn't able to delete what I looked up. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm fucked. Then it's always <laughs> this is like, it. If you if you can't leave a completely clean thing, because that looks suspicious. I would. I mean, you I'd, can't, I'd give it of it all. Do about it, but it's suspicious. Yeah, I never thought that much into it. So, would you like jerk off, delete the history, then go on like seven or eight websites? Uh, if you had the chance, yeah. If you had time, I guess that was what <laughs> you would try to do. Try to get some other shit on there to make it look like business as usual yeah just cover your tracks yeah i don't know by the time (laughs) by the time i was like really jerking off a lot though i feel like i (laughs) had a phone that i could use was a lot so i had an iphone like my freshman year of high school wait how old are you original iphone 24 god i feel like i'm the original like 3g iphone which you could Definitely used to jerk off. I had a. You got that sure, your freshman year, guys? Pretty sure I was a freshman. I had a fucking shitty even, slide even phone. Before that, I had a phone that was like you could get porn on. Yeah. But it wasn't an iPhone. It's never hard. I don't think I could get porn on my phone till I was a senior, and I'm not that much older than you. Like I was definitely like an eighth grader. I think I was a sophomore. Who's jerking off like crazy because he's an eighth grader and he had a had a phone, but it was like a slider phone, but it had a bigger screen. It was like a. Or it looked kind of like it was an early, early smartphone thing. Yeah. But you could get on the internet and just like surf the web and it'd be like 1G or whatever they called it at the time, you know? I remember you being a freshman in college <laughs> and getting my first uh, naked picture of a girl and like clearly it was pixelated. being Like, like sent oh. to you? Yeah. Um. And it was like. Did you get it framed? It was like a big deal. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, it was get, kind like, of. Like a pair of titties on a flip phone yeah. in the day, dude. It was kind of disappointing because I was like, I, you know, like it looked, uh, who's that dude who does the paintings with all the little fucking dots? Oh. It it looked (laughs) like one of those shitty paintings. The pointillism stuff? Yeah, pointillism. I don't know. But, so I remember receiving pictures like that has always been weird because it, I think it turned you on more just that someone has sent you a picture. 
is it's like, oh, you got naked and took a picture of yourself because of me. Yeah. It's not necessarily seeing someone naked. I'm kind of... That's why I send naked pictures of myself to all my friends. <laughs> make them feel good. Yeah, let, dude. Yeah, let, let them know I'm thinking about it. I didn't them. get one today, dude. Where's that one? Is it coming or... I'm waiting until I eat. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I want to look nice and full. <laughs> <laughs> so much i look physically different yeah <laughs> uh, I, I remember one time my friend's parents were like watching a movie that we were too young to see because there were a bunch of titties in it i guess and then we were playing <laughs> ghost in the graveyard in the backyard but we were all just at the window like looking through the window what they were watching catch titties. and they turned around and caught us and we all just like scattered <laughs> yeah dude i always it seems like it used to be a much more mutual thing like you would like jerk off with your friends like with the same porn and stuff like you would do weird putting voyeurs off with your friends no i'm saying no you always hear about that. i'm saying like porn and stuff has made it a way more private thing like it seems like like say hypothetically in our dad's generation if they happened upon some kind of like uh porn or something they would like look at it together you know what i mean well like we one time i remember clearly finding my buddy's dad's porno there was just like a few magazines, but they were they had this bar in their basement, like a full bar. It was uh-huh. actually a pretty cool basement. But uh, okay, in the cabinet, like behind the bar, there was just a couple like porno mags, and we would find those and look and be like, "Oh, look at these boobs, man!" This yeah. Is dope. But like we never, we weren't like all standing around like circle jerking yeah. each other. Like, we'd just yeah. Be like, look at these tits. All right, cool. Like, what you guys want to do now? What are we doing, dude? I remember we. Uh, <laughs> now what do we do? I remember having like a sleepover with my friend. This is like when we were starting to like get like sexually awakened or whatever. And uh, one of us figured out how to spell vagina, and you know we heard about it, and uh, we went on vagina dot com, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and immediately there was just like a picture of like a woman and like a like she had this beaver like giant bush, and we immediately were just like we need to get off this site. We thought we had done something so wrong. It was weird. <laughs> uh, we shouldn't be looking at this. <laughs> my first year student teacher, I got a kid. Uh, and he had, like, because there is that age where you don't know how to find porn. Yeah. And so I caught a kid in his He's search Googled history. Boobs. was He Googled butts. <laughs> that habit. Then That's he Googled big butts. And then he Googled big naked butts. <laughs> <laughs> He's evolving. <laughs> the steps. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I've definitely had times in my life where my Google search looked like that. Yeah, it's on my iPhone right now. My, so yeah, the, yeah. The the family computer was always sketchy. Though. Yeah, like we had a corner <laughs> desk, and so I like faced into like the living room. So you'd be like, and then the living room was like the central room in the house. So, like no doors, just doorways. Someone could come in. You're flying on the seat of your fucking pants. Literally. Flying on the seat of your body. That was wild. <laughs> so I, I rarely did that. Oh, dude, that would be a nightmare. <laughs> I say never. Just so walking yeah. around you when you're a kid. Dude, didn't you say you had nightmares this week? Yeah, I had uh, some crazy fucking dreams this week. Uh, well, it's none of them involved porn or my the home computer or anything. They, That's uh, good. Yeah. Well, okay, so what was... I had a dream that uh, I was walking down this street in my hometown, Water Tower Road. I'm walking down the street with my dad, and this car pulls up, and they offer to, like, give us a ride. And uh, it's two dudes that I work with now who I don't really know at all. I just, like, see them at work. I guess that's how they ended up in the dream. Because they didn't... 
I don't know enough about him for them to like have a character. Yeah. With anything, they were just like memories of people, I guess. And so they pull up, <clears throat> and they give us a ride. And we hop in, and then I notice like they have like fucking guns and shit, and they're like ready to go. Like they're on their way to either go like fuck somebody up or like rob somebody or something. <laughs> and, like shit is about to be like bad. The bad thing is about to happen. And I'm like freaking out. I was just like trying to reason with him. Like, please just, just let us out. Like, we'll get out. We, I'm not trying to fuck with whatever you guys are doing. I won't stop you or say anything to anyone. Just please let us out. And it was like, no, you guys are fucking involved at this point. And like, I don't know. And then I woke up. It was just like something terrible, super stressful situation. And then I wake up. That's how they all. Wait, you were ready to let them just go murder people? Yeah, yeah. Just to. Yeah. Out. I don't know Dude, what no, you guys are doing. Th- just let us go on our way. That's your time to be a hero. You're supposed to like fucking jab that dude in the neck. Absolutely Maybe. not. If you're gonna yeah. die anyways, dude. <laughs> the dude has a fucking gun. Like I'm, I'm You've got two you. guns on your fucking arms, dude. Hands. <laughs> I mean, I know. I Have got you seen these. his calves? Got, yeah. Could have fucking <laughs> yeah. jumped and just fucking <laughs> choke <laughs> him <laughs> out. Calves. <laughs> She's wearing short shorts too. Yeah. No, I'm not. Tried to use my quads, but I'm not fucking with that. I'm reaching the age now where I don't think I'm a hero anymore. Hell yeah, dude! I'm a hero if I want to be. No, I. You know, I used to have all those fantasies where I'd be like, and then I'm gonna be walking with this girl, and someone's gonna try to mug us, and I'm gonna fucking take the gun out of his hand. I'm gonna say, get out of here, bud. (laughs) Fuck out of here. And now I'm just gonna be like, please, just take our money. Don't do anything else. Yeah, I'd be like, take her. No, you can have her. Give me the gun. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of of trade is that? There's one a gun, dude. There's one a gun. She's like, you're going to trade me for a gun? I'm not ready for a relationship, but I am ready to have a gun. Give me that fucking (laughs) I think I'm going to get a gun. No, don't say that. <laughs> I'm just gonna go shoot at stuff behind our apartment. Oh, you yeah, don't <laughs> shoot some cans. No, you back. can. Yeah. You can get a gun. Totally the gun's fine. Yeah, I saw a rat the other day. I'm gonna just go around the city shooting rats. Dude, yeah, you can probably never mind. You don't need a gun. Yeah. I'm just you you get like an Uzi. Camo with an orange vest, and you're just shooting rats. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm like Beaumont. <laughs> just like giant shotgun blast <laughs> midday. <just. laughs> That'd be crazy oh, if that was dude. part of our life. That's how they got rid of rats. You could just shooting, shoot them. Shooting a rat with we a should, dude. I fucking hate rats. They should uh, launch rats like clay pigeons. You can just blast. I feel like that would spice things up a little bit. There's just like explosions and gunshots going off during the day. It'll be fun. Yeah, 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 in other parts of the world. Like, it would be crazy if it happened here. Yeah, can you imagine? I would like that. I had someone like just unload a clip right outside of my apartment. Really? Yeah, and I, I don't live in a place like that. And then I realized That was me shooting at a rat. <laughs> I hid behind my couch for some reason. I don't know what I thought it was going to do. Where were your roommates at? They were out. They were out. And then I was like texting them. And I was like, hey, don't come back to the apartment. Shit's going down. <laughs> I was, where, where do you live? Don't worry, boys. I got this. <laughs> what neighborhood? Uh, I live in Uptown, but it's a good neighborhood. Nothing oh, dude, like that's Uptown, ever happened. Uh, Uptown, people are getting shot all the time. I saw a dude like minutes after he got shot in Uptown. <laughs> what was he what? doing? He uh, he was bleeding. <laughs> was he like, but like, what was he? If I got shot, I would have been booking it after whoever shot me, dude. <laughs> well, he was I would have been chasing at, that guy fucking down. Busy laying on the ground, bleeding a lot. <laughs> but he, uh, he see uh, that? Yeah, there's two different kinds of people in the world. I was driving up Racine, where Racine and Broadway meet. That little triangle there, behind that theater, uptown. Theater, oh yeah, right? fuck there's yeah. There's like three little theaters right there, but just southwest of all three of those theaters, and. uh there was, I didn't see anyone like running away from it. I didn't hear a gunshot. But as I was driving down the street, there was like a circle of people like standing, 
And then out of that circle of people, there was like a pair of legs that was coming out that was like, oh. laying on the ground. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a lot of blood all over the ground. And then I looked it up later, and someone had been shot. Like, Did they die? Someone had been shot. I, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't think they died. It's crazy how much shit can happen to you when you not die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of, like, the, um, the number of people that get shot in Chicago and the number of people that are murdered by guns in Chicago is, like, there's a crazy difference. Yeah. They're both way too high, but it's crazy how different the numbers are. Bodies are tough. They, you know, they're tougher than people give them credit. We should do some wild shit. Let's like get shot? See how close we can come to, to, dying? to death. To dying? You'll be so strong. What did you say? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We could all, like, choke each other. Let's and do it. Just like, like, yeah. I think I saw a. Who wants to let me punch them in the face? No, I'll take it, dude. <laughs> I don't right. think that would get me close enough to dying to make it cool. It I'm strong, dude. To get punched in the face. I'm fucking strong as hell. When was the last time you punched someone in the face? This morning. <laughs> no, you're so full of shit. That's how I get out of bed. When was the last time you punched someone in the face? <clears throat> Maybe like two years ago. Really? Fuck. That's. I haven't gotten in a fight in a long time. I gotta punch someone in the face soon. You can punch me in the face if you want. Okay. <laughs> Only if you want. I'll be a good friend. I've always wanted to get in a brawl, like with buddies, like you know, like yeah. buddies. Yeah, like the outsiders. Buddies. Yeah. So you don't get in as much trouble. It's like split up. Oh, I'd blame it on. I'd have that, like. There's always that one kid in the group that everyone like shits on. I'd be like, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> I just think you could always like. I also have friends who are bigger and stronger than me, so I assume yeah. they would protect me. Mm. Uh, I'm the strongest person I know. God, what the <laughs> fuck is this personality you're doing? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm tired. I'm hungover. I love it. Still the strongest, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hungover, I'm so sick. Yeah. One time Corey and I did at my old place, Corey was like, all right, we'll do a push-up contest. And he got me to do like 40 or 50 push-ups. <laughs> and he's like, all right, you win. <laughs> like, I'm not going to fucking do it. And I was like, die. I almost threw up. <laughs> it was God. fucked up. Yeah. Damn. It wasn't worth it. It was like it was a dollar, wasn't it? Do you I, don't, I think it was just bragging rights. <laughs> I can't even do like Are you a, a trickster, now. Corey? No. I can I, see you being a trickster. Like you pull you pull shit like that all the time. Shit. <laughs> I'm I'm guessing God, shit is this. something to kinda of piss me off and I'm a <laughs> real petty person. I think I was drunk. Yeah, I think you were probably annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> So Getting drunk people to do something is yeah. More, it's, it's scary it's, how happy Colin is when he's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is yeah. what joy feels like. <laughs> no, you're just like so happy when you're drunk. I love it. I, I, do I mean, I don't love that you drink. I'm sorry, but I do get happy when I'm drunk. <laughs> I don't love. That. I just like I like seeing my boy happy. I'm you a know? good time. I like. Uh, I, I'm either super happy drunk or super sad drunk. I mm-hmm. never like fall in between. I'm either like fuck yeah, life's perfect, or like I like just start thinking about my like brother dying for some reason. So mm-hmm. those are the two extremes for me. I don't get yeah. that drunk though. That'd be. I get why you don't like smoking weed now. Oh yeah, weed's bad. Weed's real bad for me. <laughs> You've gotten high around me before. Um, technically no, I've never like, gotten high before. This is gonna be released. On the internet, I've never, <laughs> never been high. I've pretended to be high around you so you would think I was cool, but I've never. It worked. It's like pretending to be a dead body, like it in worked. a field. <laughs> They're like coming around to check if you're <laughs> like that Key and Peele skit. Yeah, that's a fucking good one. It's the best you pretend to be. There's high. a new. Who? What, they're coming out with a new 
uh, movie like Get Out, right? Are they? I think so. Maybe I figured, I was hoping one of you guys would know. I heard Wait, something about uh, Jordan Peele yeah. directing like several movies, kind of like thriller. Get Out. Several? Uh, yeah, he's probably gonna, yeah he was gonna like talking about like, doing thrillers like that that all had different social issues. The next one's called though. Bye Bye. Bye Bye. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you got Get Out and you got Bye oh, Bye. About, and you got, about Dennis Miller. Yeah. <laughs> okay, babe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I love Get Out, dude. Get Out, Cork, Get Out was, that was a freaky baby. movie. Was a Get freaky Out? Movie I didn't see Get Out, dude. You haven't? Oh, it's oh, okay. so good. All right. Sorry, guys. It's so good. Yeah. It wasn't like because of any choice. Like I feel like I had a preface with that. I wasn't like, no, yeah, I'm not seeing Get Out. <laughs> yeah. I kind of was like, no, I'm not seeing it. Because it, it, to me, it became like the new I have a black friend. And like a lot of people were like, I've seen Get Out and I'm not racist anymore. And it's yeah. like, all right, shut up, man. I'm sure I've heard it's such a good. Let movie. me keep my racism, man. I'm g- I'm gonna watch it soon. <laughs> there, uh, I just watched that one movie. Um, they called it Get Out on Acid. Uh, fuck, sorry to bother you. Oh yeah, that one. That crazy. shit was crazy. Not what I really what I really expected. That was a horror movie. Uh, Corey, can I? I don't know, dude. It's weird. Right. It's a weird ass movie. That's the best. Get out on way I can tell you. Like yeah, the guy who directed that's a, a really I don't, I don't weird rapper, Boots really? Riley. Yeah, he's like he's from Chicago, I think. Uh, was really? He he was the uh, like oddly like Zen guy in Atlanta, right? He had that buddy that was like just seemed kind of like hippy dippy. Oh, that was that was the guy the who was guy. in it, the yeah. lead. He directed that's it. That's the guy you're talking about, right? Oh, I have no idea. I I just I I went on a kick. I was. Oh, I, I, I look. I'm. I'm He's good. I listen to like two rap songs a year, and then I think I have opinions. And so I was <laughs> looking up like the best rappers ever, and like Boots Riley is like someone like that people a lot of people be like he's awesome uh he doesn't get mentioned very much and then i went down a rabbit hole and i saw that he directed that movie oh yeah yeah he was like trying to get the movie made forever apparently mm-hmm. yeah it's crazy it's definitely like that's, it's um did you guys really think of it because that's it did you get you you haven't seen it have you seen it i saw it yeah you saw it? it's well i mean i don't want to spoil it but it's fucking it's weird it's, as shit. it's like bananas like it's very yeah. it's like you gotta like you do keep, not a, you don't see you don't see what you don't see the ending coming. It's bananas. Banana. B a n a n a. I'm gonna start saying that more about stuff. You know, like bananas? I'm 26, man. It's time I start appreciating shit. You know, I don't calling it bananas, anything, dude. The the worst joke I ever wrote was calling something bananas. It's uh, you guys seen this new iPhone? Apple. Those guys are bananas. <laughs> <laughs> you said that on stage. That's just a great joke. I like that joke a joke lot. No, wrote. that's a good joke. <laughs> That's, I like that. It's not like a. That's Corey like, had a fun set at Durkin's last night. Oh, he went up and called Chinese people stupid. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't do that. Corey, you did that? He was like, some Chinese people are stupid. That's just mad. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, people didn't. And then that. some that girl yelled out during her set. Well, because uh, I was saying I, my my argument was I was correcting a student who said Chin- all Chinese people are smart, and I was like, "Well, some are stupid. Like that's that's racist to think they're all smart." Yeah. <laughs> and then some girl yelled out, "She went and they can't drive." And yeah. I'm like, that, that's racist. You can't say that. You can say some can't drive, but yeah. that's the cheat code. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was funny. Those two people wouldn't shut the fuck up all night. Yeah. And then the girl signed up and left. I had a couple talkers last night. Yeah, but they were like they were into it. They liked, they just thought they were being funny. Like 
chiming in. Tagging people's jokes. Yeah. And there was one weird old guy sitting in a corner who didn't laugh at all, but he clapped a lot. Yeah. He um he stayed till the very end. Really? Yeah. He, he was nice. Up? He went up. He had he was nice. fine jokes. Yeah. <laughs> fine he nice. jokes. He was fine. His jokes were fine. Fine jokes. It was yeah, it was a weird fucking room at the end. The there was that lady, uh, Atina, who does the signs. Signs. Oh, she goes up at. Uh, oh, t- she yeah, <laughs> but like she was like really late. <laughs> Why did you say signs like that? Yeah. Signs. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't like realize that until like that was like very subtle in the background. Yeah, you kind of zoned out. <laughs> it's like that's a scary word, huh? Signs. <laughs> It is when you say it like a fucking movie. Signs fucked me up, dog. Yeah, I felt bad because she had to do the signs. Even there was like four of us. She's cool. I like her. (laughs) She's nice. She's very nice. She's a hoot. She's a hoot. She's a a great audience member too. Yeah. I've I've gotten my hardest laughs from her because like she'll make you feel like you're you're doing really well. Yeah. And sometimes you need that. It's like uh, going to shithole. Yeah. You know, sometimes you go to shithole and it's like a real packed room yeah. and you just crush. I can't do shithole that much. I, I've done it a couple of times and I always just don't feel I love like it, dude. I feel like it's like one of my favorite shows in the city. Yeah. No, it's I, I think it's one of the best shows in the city of just really like having a good time. Yeah. Shithole set. Yeah. I like, I like <laughs> when it's <laughs> not at the attic, though. Because the attic is so yeah. fucking like it's always a great show, but it's I hate sweating. It's dope yeah. in the and winter. I'm always like dripping the sweat. The attic in the winter, I feel. But like you it's got this cool. in my fucking head. Whenever I'm there, and like if I smoke before I go there, I always think the ceiling is gonna fucking collapse. Yeah, that is, I always. <laughs> and every, like he told that, me that, and now whenever I like look at the floor, I, like, I feel like the this floor attic, is like this. We could this place because I've seen it like packed, and they're like, oh, this is. You read about this when like <laughs> you read about the attic where it like yeah. collapses at a house party or something. Yeah, that, now that gives me like real anxiety. That would. I don't think you'd die. That wouldn't be as no, bad as bombing, die. though. Yeah, I don't know if you that would many die. No, you wouldn't die. If yeah. many someone, fell one person once, would die. Are you going through to the? Hopefully, next me. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's always if a fragile dive into the yeah. floor, <laughs> Finally, <laughs> this is my chance. That always, in a really weird way, like bums me out when there's like some like terrible thing that happens and they're like 97 people injured, one dead, and you're just like, oh god, that one fucking dude. poor guy. <laughs> Stockwell told me about a guy who moved. Uh, fuck, he moved. I forgot where it was, but he moved. To, Somewhere got bombed and moved somewhere else and got bombed again. <laughs> the places he was living. Where's get? What I don't was, know, dude. Like it was a different country. I brought this up like I remembered it, and I don't remember <laughs> most of the story. And I realized that once I started <laughs> he telling it. said, "Fuck." Yeah, like I knew I was in too deep. I knew I. I finished what I was saying, but like, yeah, I could, let's just forget I said that. Let's talk oh, about yeah, something that's, dope, that's like how I'm a higher level than Justin in RuneScape. Uh, I, uh, what is RuneScape? Yeah, I want to actually. Can you guys go and I want to. I want to hear some. Go, it's a go video in. game. A it's a role-playing game. video game that. So you make a character in the world, boom. and then you just try to. But there's like a, there's a you lot. Take that world over. There's yeah, a lot going on to, with it right now for you guys. A lot of levels. Like a, you have another a life. Shit, dude. There's like a whole economy. You can yeah. sell shit. You can buy shit. You can, you can hey, level up. Make shit. You guys are like doing really well. What's right something now? that you do every day. You guys are doing pretty good for yourselves. I something I do every day. I brush my teeth. 
Well, you, can't you do don't. That. You can't do that. Yeah, you don't do that. Okay. You don't really technically have teeth, I guess. You don't have to shower or anything like that. You really don't have to eat, but you can. Okay, so something I do every day that isn't the things that people do every day. Like, uh, I go to your... work. I teach. Yeah, you go to work in this game by making money. Yeah, I don't know where he's going with this. Yeah. You can't really teach. Well, I guess a lot of things you can't do, but that's kind of the joy. Because it's a game. You can do yeah, well, you're you giving me boring day. stuff, dude. <laughs> What what do you do every day that's exciting? Uh, magic. No, you don't. Yeah, my magic level is a fifty. No, every day in real life, not in RuneScape. Magic. Okay. I only do things that I can do in real life. I shoot a bow and arrow. I have a giant sword in my room that I. What's different between this and like Oblivion or Skyrim? Not much at all. Yeah, not much. Like, um, I can't. There's. Yeah, Except it's addicting. You, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I play Oblivion a lot. It's not Oblivion's good. Oblivion's addicting. Yeah, I can't. Because uh, you just get to feel happy about shit that you're not really doing. Like, you're like, ah, yeah, well, you know. Don't I put did. that on me, Straight, dude. I enjoy uh, playing this game. Don't put, now I'm going to think about that when I play this game. No, I do the same thing, just, but like, it's not. <laughs> yeah, just straight dopamine release. Yeah. Uh, for things that aren't real. But that's a fun Pretty cool, man. It fits in your pocket. You yeah. just carry it anywhere. Wait, is it is it on phone? Yeah. yeah. Oh God. You want to get it? No. Join our clan, dude. Yeah, really it's free. No, I, I accidentally bought a membership though. Yeah, you can. <laughs> so kill, I, you I can had to pay for it this month. In the fucking. Yeah, don't do it. No, I have an addictive. Like it's real bad. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah do it. I can't. I really can't. You could. I could, but it wouldn't be good for me. I I went. It would be spiritually. Imagine what you could gain in the world of. I'll RuneScape. give you money in the game. You know how this. I got my big start? His big start? I would follow people around and tell yeah, them about you start popping myself off, dude. in real life. When you start making moves in RuneScape. When I started telling people I was going to kill myself in real life <laughs> if when they I didn't give me free stuff. When I <laughs> <laughs> then I started threatening to hack people's accounts and their bank accounts in real life. Oh, my God. Wait, people would fall for that? Uh, no. You telling anybody Don't about the podcast? Me, <laughs> I would go around and follow. I, I, I get like, I, it brings yeah. me a lot of joy. Like, if you promote the people. pod, you could. Do you, I do on Fortnite. Uh, yeah, well, I need the RuneScape market too. No, I'll start. Um, I, I did for it, I though. did for a little bit. On I what? would just post at not your second Dreamcast when I'd be like in a high area, <laughs> uh-huh. but I wouldn't say what it is. Nice. Well, it works in RuneScape um, or uh, Fortnite. No, I would tell people I'd. Um, yeah, shout out to all our Fortnite listeners. Yo, what up, Fortnite? I've played the game once before. I'd follow my RuneScape and tell him I can hack him because they're a member, and I would hack the game and steal his credit card info. And I was like, I'll prove it, your birthdays. And I'd name a day, and I've gotten it wrong every time. <laughs> but when you get it when right, I get it right someone's going nice. to lose their fucking mind. <laughs> someone somewhere. Yeah. Gonna I used to sneak mind. into the YMCA in my neighborhood and say I was someone else, like my friend. And they always just let me in. We looked nothing alike. But one day they were like, what's his birthday? And I was just like, Feb. February 16th. And she's like, what? I was like, I'm not Ryan. <laughs> and she's like, leave. <laughs> she's like, get out of here. I'm like, okay. Oh, that is fucking <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not Ryan. <laughs> Even if you if you slowly say a date, you're wrong. Yeah. You <laughs> like, if someone asks you your birthday and you're just like, let me think about it for a second. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, don't think it's gonna work. I mean, I just snuck in the side door, though. They didn't, that place sucked. YMCA in Illinois. So I was going to give the home. Fuck you, YMCA. Yeah, YMCA. I'm uh, all about export, baby. Yeah. Gym membership there. 
on Monday before the Laugh Factory Christmas party before I make bad decisions. I'm going to make good decisions before I make bad ones. What do you... Uh, what the do you the party's on Monday? I think so. Yeah, they always do that. I can never make it. I can't... Yeah, it's because they... Night, it's because the club. Yeah, they're not. They're not going to take off like on a Friday. I get it, but shit. Yeah, no, it sucks. I took off work last year. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I, I got to go to work. I'm going go to go to... Use a PTO day. Give... give Treat your, treat yourself. I want to save my PTO days. When Why? Because you make more money. Do you get them? Like, can you cash them in I and can, make money? I can cash them in at the end, but I, I'm not. It's it's more about like when I'm about to lose my mind. I like to take a PTO day. Okay, or, that's fair. What or, about the day after the Super Bowl? I'm taking that because uh, <laughs> I'm either gonna go watch it in Midland or uh, I'm gonna go watch it live when the Cowboys make it. So <laughs> they're gonna <laughs> fucking make it, dude. Uh, well, Rams, baby. Well, St. Louis. Rams are the best. St. Louis. Sucks. Fuck you, dude. Rams. You just had to say St. Louis. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. That's my fantasy football. Dun, dun, dun. Damn, dude. Someone gave me. Was it you that gave me a fantasy football name? Fantasy no. football. Fantasy football. Yeah, I That's love fantasy game. football. Yeah. Somebody gave me one fantasy football. Fantasy football. That's what I said. A bunch of people and dressed up. I'm like sleepy, the, dude. I'm into it. I don't know, um, fancy. Somebody gave me a name the other day, and I can't remember what it was. I'm uh, losing it, dude. I'm losing the, my fucking mind. start with an F? Oh, wait, no. wait. Uh, what, you're going to name your team? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember it. We were talking about it when Derek was here. Uh, Unger. Fuck. Uh, oh, the Underground Railroad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. That's dude. a fucking good one. No. <laughs> I'm doing that. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> Why? That's inappropriate? <laughs> Who are you? I don't a, think it's inappropriate. Is it for comics? You're leading your No, it's my friends from high school. Team okay, to freedom. Whatever. Yeah, you're leading yourself to financial my team has never that money. my team's made the playoffs once in like fucking six goddamn <laughs> fucking years, dude. That's not good. I had to get fake, ah, oh, fake nails in the first season ever because that was the last place punishment. Oh yeah, that's right. You told us that long ass acrylic fucking bright ass nails, dude. It spelled out last place with my record on the thumb <laughs> and like glittery pink and like bright yellow. Made it harder to get a finger in his ass. <laughs> yeah. That's why he hated it so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's painful. Yeah, yeah, it hurt too much. <laughs> How long did you keep them on? They said I only need to keep them on for a cup, like a few days. But then after, there's a video of it fucking somewhere of the lady who did it being like, hey, you can come back in uh, two to three weeks and get those off. <laughs> so I had to call my friend and be like, yo, you need to get the shit off me. And she's like, okay. And it took like, Two to three fucking hours. Really? Just sitting there. Really? Why? What oh, dude. Soak them, right? stuff. Yeah, it fucked my nails up, dude. I did put my. What do they do I had to put my nails in like acid. Wait, how long did you do it? It's it on there. Took like I had them on for like two fucking days. Oh man, I would. You could have just owned that shit for two weeks. Wait, it's no, on dude, it was bad. But it, yeah, it fucked my nails up for like months. Sure, were really like fucked up. Couldn't you have just like clipped them and made them shorter and then just lived with the. Last place. They were thick as fuck, dude. I was. How much did it cost? I was looking fabulous. It was like forty bucks. Oh Jesus! They paid for that shit. I didn't. I didn't (laughs) pay for that. The second year was. I would pay if I was in. Dude, the punishments have gone downhill, and I hope they're fucking listening because they've been fucking shitty. Really? Last year, someone didn't even fucking do one. We didn't do anything about that. Oh, that's garbage. The year before that, they just had to take a selfie in the mirror for every day and post it for a month. That's. I would rather get the nails. Than do that? Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty embarrassing. I don't think that's bad at all. Take a selfie and post one. My friends day. did one league where you had to I'd go out drinking one night and you couldn't turn down a drink. 
and then what? You couldn't turn down a drink. You That's get, his punishment. They, no, listen. You That's go the out. Guy drink, who lost? He lost. You couldn't turn down a drink all night, and then the next day you have to wake up and wear a suit and go take the ACT. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most like privileged punishment I've ever heard. But you have to actually like take it. You have to like score higher <laughs> than like, that. Costs like eighty five dollars or something. Yeah. He doesn't have to pay for it. Everyone will like chip in. Poor underprivileged communities like don't even know. Wait, have can access I just to take, take the ACT? ACT? Yeah. If you wanted to, yeah. Like, we signed you up, bro, and you're taking it. Like I could go like. This next gets people Saturday into college. The ACT. <laughs> yeah, if you wanted to, yeah. I thought I thought there was like I thought they'd be like you're 27 now. Yeah, I don't know why anyone would do it, but unless for a fantasy football punishment. Dude, what if you did really good on the ACT, like better than like when you were younger? Just turned his life around. Not it's like he's going to college all over again. Yeah. Think, Can that I think we just I think we just wrote a movie, boys. All over again. I've thought about just going back to college and taking out student loans and being like fuck it, man. Like and just getting a masters and something dumb and Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It is kind of like a nice vacation. I think know? about going back to college and look for a job. I still have dreams all the time where I and back in school and it's stressful again and awful. Yeah. Going back to school now it just sucks so much. Well they say that's like one of the greatest thing like the greatest benefit of like being a student is you are you're gifted by society a, a high level status thing to say you are and also have no expectations at the same time either. Like when you're a student, especially like undergrad, that is like a time where people you know nothing but people respect you because you're a student. That's like a gift from society. Yeah. Do people respect undergrad students? When you're no, like well, not up not on like a they used to. Walk outside of some college bar, no, and people like, like what a thing to be. Well, it's not even that I they respect, respect it. It's that, you get a lot of slack if you're a yeah, student. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, that guy? Like, yeah, you're supposed to be like. Thank you. I'm just figuring it out. You yeah. Know, like, and people are okay I'm with that. Student. If you're not in I'm college, 34. that's like a weird thing to be for a lot of people. They're like, what? You're just figuring it out? That's nuts. Yeah, I would not advise someone to go figure it out in college. No. Like, go do anything else for a while yeah. to figure it out. And then Isn't that more of an American thing? And if you like, like, like college. Yeah. I regret going to college so early. First off, I started early. But then even then, I probably wouldn't have been a good... I should have dropped out of high school and started a business. <laughs> I feel like if you're not going to college with like a... I want to try to do this for a living, so I will need this kind of degree... Yeah. If you don't have at least that much of a plan, it's like you should wait. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know. Go like, to college because you need it for what you're about to do, but to just go is like. You can go earn a decent amount of money, money and then go to college later and like. Yeah, I don't know. What? Wait, how can you earn a decent amount of money? Well, say you say you get so some kind of. dumbass is calling me. I need to take this. It could be about hot wings. Oh, uh, boy. Well, I mean, if you get like a. Tell Willie some kind of decent. Uh, job that doesn't require a college degree. I you can earn some money if you don't have debt either. I think we should push more for like people going in and getting like trade degrees. Oh like, yeah, dude! If you were in a position where you could live at home right after high school or something, and still live at home, and you're like cool with your family enough, where you're like, this isn't the worst. Get a job, even like any kind of full time like manual labor job is still going to seem like a lot of money if you're just yeah. a kid. Save up like a few grand and be like, okay, now what do I want to do? I have some money. Do I need to go somewhere to do it? What do, and like then go from there. I would yeah. be like, just work and like try to 
while I, while you're still in a place where you could have like low costs and yeah. make a little money. See, if I could go back, I would just Try use college as like a. I wouldn't. I would stop thinking about like I want to go to this college for this reason. Uh, I would just use college as like a. What city do I want to be in? Mm. What college can I go to there? Like I mean like. So if I could go back and I wanted to get good at stand-up right after high school, I'd go like, well, I'm going to move to Chicago, so I'm going to find a college in Chicago. I can't do University of Chicago, but I'll get in somewhere. Columbia? Uh, probably school. not Columbia. Fuck that. Uh, do you not agree with that? I don't... I almost did that. Yeah, yeah, I disagree with that. I think it's stupid. I got talked out of it, yeah. I think, uh, and I've, I know I have friends who've done it, but it's just like... One, I don't think just go figure out comedy. You can yeah. go out, you can figure out comedy. I'm all for taking a class here and there. Oh yeah, I'm I'm good with classes uh, as long but as like they don't tuition uh, is a lot. But yeah, don't take it out of college and then like yeah, people getting like stand-up degrees is stupid. Like get a degree in something useful and then you can at the very least, like, write jokes about that. I feel like well, a stand-up what, degree sounds that sounds pretty dumb. Willie told me like the people that go to Columbia don't like they'll call themselves stand up but don't go out and do stand up and they expect to like have the degree and then instantly find a job in comedy I'm waiting to get my degree to go start doing comedy once I'm qualified they think they're, no they think they're gonna get like a writing mics. job or some shit they think like SNL is gonna hit them up hit them up let's get the graduating class up in here SNL hits <laughs> me up all the time dude I'm like I gotta focus on I gotta focus on now your Sega Dreamcast Lauren. I feel like a degree <laughs> a degree in almost anything else would lend itself to stand up more yeah because you, have you can support yourself while about. you yeah 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 well, not even like not even like later like is it a good financial decision I'm saying like in stand up a degree yeah. in anything else would support your comedy better than a degree in learning about stand-up comedy. I don't to know what they learned, though. To me, I'm I learning mean... learning about the world and funny things, and I'll talk about those. Willie did have yeah. homework one day where he had to watch Blazing Saddles, and well, I got to watch that, that for the first laughable. time. Well, to me, it's like... It's a funny yeah. movie. Yeah, he had to, like, he write it. He had to, like... And the concept of it being homework. He had to, like, write a paper on it, but, like, like I just... We just like ate yeah. edible and watched a movie. It I'm seems like, this is like sick. you're just learning like history of comedy, right? Like it's like a route to like becoming a professor uh, of com- like I don't really know. I, I, is it like like I've heard there's like two kinds of film degrees you can get. Like some schools are very practical, and you're doing a lot of time like literally making film Will stuff. You work in the industry. I know. Yeah. I know. Or, at the end you have to like have like a script, right? For like a movie. Well, there's some film degrees you get where it's like you're learning like the theory of film, so you could talk about it one day. Yeah. You know. That's how what a comedy degree seems like. You're gonna like learn the intricacies of Lenny Bruce so you and what he did. Teach it. Uh, not even teach how to do it, but teach that it like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. you know how it exists, analyze it, critique it. The same way someone's like an art history major. I feel like most people that like went to school for comedy was it was like a like NYU or some shit though. I I just think that most of it is just. Like, I'm taking a writing class right now, and the most beneficial thing from it is that tomorrow someone is going to say, like, okay, where are the five pages you were Is it a second city? Yeah, it's a second city. What is it? Uh, it's intro to film and TV. Oh, I haven't done that. I've done the Onion, though. I've done, like, the intro yeah. Onion. That was fun. I but, like that shit. But I think, I, I think most of it's... I've learned a little bit about it, but most of it's formatting shit that you could like figure out on the internet. How do you format a montage in a script? Like, and it's just about doing it. And most of montage. it's just—it's just Wait, like so. It's like the technical side of stuff. More there's so? technical sides of it, but most of it is like 
tomorrow in class, I'm going to sit down with other people who are trying to write a script, and I'm expected to have more pages written than I did last week. So I'm actually supposed to finish up my script. And there's that a little bit of like shame if I go tomorrow and my script's not finished. Yeah, you're held accountable. I'm, yeah, sure. like, I mean, no one's going to make fun of me, but there's kind of that, like, ah, I fucked up, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I think that's mostly, like, if you can get the willpower, like, I would say that class. Wait, are your pages done? Are uh, you no. ready? Oh, no, my pages are not done. Are you uh, writing it tonight? Is tomorrow, you said? I don't fucking know. I feel I feel like shit. Uh, my page, I'm, like, two pages away, so I'm probably just going to, like, knock them out, but... Uh, but it is I, I've written I mean I've sat down to write so many things and never gotten past like page five and I'm on page like 20 right now 22 and so yeah but it's like well, you're adding stakes to it like if you're in a class you know like that yeah you spend money on it yeah yeah but it's if you can find the willpower for a lot of this shit it's like like comedy I'm sure like going to comedy school like you can sit down and be like alright this joke is what I wrote and here's like but it's like we could also do that. I don't work my ass off in comedy. I do at times, but it's like a lot of times I'll do a set and it'll fucking bomb, and I recorded it, and I'll just go, "I'm never gonna listen to this shit." And oh yeah. So oh, yeah. it's uh, and I, I don't know how to fix that, but I don't think paying half a million dollars to go to Columbia yeah. College and tell people, <clears throat> like, if someone submitted to my show and they were like, "And I have a degree in stand-up comedy," I'd be like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, no yeah, way I'm yeah. letting you on my show. Show's been going good though, right? Yeah, it's been going real well. Yeah, it's been Dude, fun. it's always packed. Yeah, it's the last uh, few times I've been there, it's been packed. Yeah, we've been standing room only. I uh, still stress. I'm I'm hoping we're about to start going weekly, and I'm hoping once it starts going weekly, it happens so often I lose that stress. Mm. But since we've started, I have not enjoyed one show. I they're like Man. they've all gone well, but like what are you stressed about not packing it out, not mm. packing it out. Comics not liking like my other thing is like I really want comics to go and have a good time. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I want the comics to like it. I want the venue to be happy. Uh, great chicken tenders. Great chicken tenders. Really? Yeah, solid chicken tenders. Great buffalo chicken sandwich. I had that last night. Mm, um, I had it. And then it's just like, you know, who's going to host? Who's going to fuck this up? Uh, are we going to do enough time? Like, there's so many things going on in my head. Spinning a lot of plates. Yeah, and so it's like I, go and like I go on stage most of the time, but it's just like after that I get the show running. If I'm not hosting, I go on stage and then I sit outside the rest of the time and I just wait for it to be over. Huh. Uh, and it's it's very stressful. Yeah. Jesus, dude. Uh, but I love it. I think it's a good thing. I think comics really enjoy it. It's it's nice to have... Yeah, I haven't heard a bad thing. Uh, what I really like is having comics that I think are very funny. Uh, like Luke Newman doesn't get booked on enough shit. Mm-hmm. And Agreed. so, like, to see him go on stage and like have a good time, and it's like, oh yeah, that's nice. Like, yeah. Uh, but other than that, I don't know why I'm doing it. <laughs> I thought I would start this show and everyone would start booking me, <laughs> and uh, they're just booking uh, everyone else. Instead. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I still I, I can't do something and not try to make it good. Oh well, yeah, I mean, if you get to go up weekly in a good room, yeah. Yeah, I'm, but it's Ye- just all this stress is getting. Do you flyer for it? No, I, I hate. Do we flyer for highly, and I fucking hate it. The biggest thing that made a difference, and it's uh, it's all about venue and how much your venue. Uh, our venue supports us so much. Uh, when we first started, the only bad show we've had 
is our first show was standing room only. The second show kind of fell off, and there were like 25, 30 people, but it was still a fun room. It was still good. And then the third show, you know, the hype had died down of like it being a new show. The producers weren't as stressed about it anymore. We're like, we've had good two, two good shows. I guess we're established now. So the third show, we just dropped the ball. Four people showed up. Oh, man. Um, did you do it? We did it, and then the sound system was going in and out, so it was either like Ooh. super loud and like screeching, or you couldn't hear it. And it was one of the worst shows I've seen in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like you know, it wasn't like one of our worst shows. It was like one of the worst. Shows. One of the worst shows <laughs> I've seen sucks. in Chicago. Uh, and it wasn't the comics' fault. The comics, Lucas O'Neill headline. He's so fucking. He's funny. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. And so like all the comics. He's like went viral. Cool. One of his clips like blew up. Oh, I didn't know that. From. Cluster viral. Fest or something. <laughs> but yeah. So he we, did Conan, didn't he? I don't know if he did. Maybe I'll think of somebody else. Either way, he's a fucking yeah. he's a killer. And yeah. so he had something from Cluster Fest. That's what it is? Yeah. Okay, yeah. He did that's who I am thinking of then. He is very funny. See, I want I want to invite him back and just be like, I promise we don't suck. Because I know he came there and then was just like, This show is bullshit. And yeah. <laughs> but it was just the worst fucking show and it's not like he hasn't seen it before. He gets it. Yeah, it's just, and so that's stressful and it's very embarrassing. And I know what it's like to look forward to a show for like, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is the worst part. And like, then you go to the show and you're like, oh, this is a bullshit show. I didn't know that. Um, And so, yeah, that's the worst, man. So I just, I mainly want comics to have fun. But the point is, the venue was super. I went up to the guy. The guy pays me a little bit of money. I don't keep any of it. I pay the comics. I use it for advertisement. But I went up and I was like. Hey man, like here's your money back. Like I don't want, it. and he was just like, "No, nah, dude, that's this is comedy. This is how it works." Didn't so, he used to do comedy? Is that yeah, he used to do uh, stand up, and so he was just like, "Sometimes you're gonna have a shitty show," and so, like I tried. He pays me one fifty, and we does he like? Is he super old? No, he's forties. Why did he stop doing comedy? I'm not sure. I'm curious about that. But he he's a good dude, and so with them being that supportive, it really helped us. Like. I know I'm getting the money, so I'm not worried about like the advertisement. So I just advertise on Facebook, and then the biggest change was I went, hey, and like, let's take what you're going to pay me, take $25 off of that, and then we'll give out a free shot at the beginning. And so we all do free shots, and that makes a lot of people come out just because yeah. people like free shit. And then it also makes it a lot of fun because we all do the shot in the beginning, and then it gets the crowd on board. When and we first started Durkins and we were like super into it, we would give out free shit, but now we're just like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Durkin's got too popular. That was the problem. It got so popular at one point, dude. And it was like, that's kind of what I started hating it because I'd be there until fucking one in the morning. <laughs> like not getting people, paid for that there shit. There were people who were into it, like in it for the long night or whatever. Then it, it is, would be it's fun. It's like the ideal spot. It's like, hey, you can drink here all night for pretty cheap. Uh, we have the room to ourselves. Uh, it's on Friday. We had Durkin's regulars like come and like enjoy the mic, but they probably sensed our hatred for it <laughs> and stopped coming. I'm surprised y'all still do it. I, I thought y'all were gonna. Throw I quit it. like three weeks ago. I don't know why I've yeah, kept on fucking doing night. it. You were there last night. I was, uh, I was drunk. <laughs> I was real drunk. <laughs> well, you drink for free there, but I didn't want to. I just agreed that I like because I drank after we had highly on Thursday, uh-huh. so we went and did karaoke. After I've never done karaoke So I had a drink for that And uh So hungover Friday And then Like Durkins pays you in drinks So I'm hungover today 
Was, I'm gonna go eat some hot wings after this. Oh yeah, and sweat it out. Kind of want hot wings. I'm I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna take a nap. I I'm so hyped up on Dayquil. It's I slept really? until like yeah. Yeah, you never answered. What, what are you feeling right now? I mean, you oh, feel sick from the kids. I've got the fucking the, my throat is really sore and uh, mm. all this phlegm in my. You've been kissing chicks? No, I haven't. Smooching, been, dude. I don't know the last time I kissed. You've been a chick. smooching. I haven't been smooching. Well, we know the last time you kissed a guy. So when was the last time I kissed a guy? Uh, when you walked in, you kissed all of us on the lips. <laughs> oh yeah, I actually. Think I've I, seen you do that. Have I kissed you, Colin? I've probably backed away. I feel like, yeah, I've kissed a couple. People of try to kiss you. You're not normally people. To back down. People try to kiss me all the time. Jimmy Cakes gets drunk and like yeah, has yeah. falls in love with me. He Switch always tries to kiss me. Tommy Carner always fucking tried to kiss me when oh, he saw man, me. I would try to kiss you with an erect penis. Sarah Volbio has a like video of Willie trying to kiss me. And me like palming his face and like throwing him away. <laughs> yeah, I think I think my last kiss might have been Tommy Carner. Mm. That's so sad. It is so sad. <laughs> Tommy <laughs> Carner. The Irish Lion. Yeah, Tommy the Irish Lion Carner. <laughs> he fucking did. He last time I saw Tommy before this podcast, we, we did this podcast, but I saw him. He. Uh, we were at Willie's, and he came over, and he took his shirt off. And he goes, anybody got a guitar? <laughs> and we're like, no. It's like we're two like, rules. Put a fucking shirt on. And then he got a boner. And then he's like, I have a boner right now. And we were like, put your fucking shirt on, dude. We're like, stop. This is weird. It's like a, he's a like, sometimes I just get a boner when I'm with my friends. And we're like, that's like. he. Are you sure it wasn't a joke? Could you see the boner? Like, you know I wasn't it? like. Fucking looking for it, but I believed it you was there. You always gotta look for it, dude. I believed it, I believed it was Could there. have been a boner bluff. I feel like if anyone said I had a boner Classic right now, BB. I would instantly look at their crotch. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like just to be I like, thought it was one I thought it was one of those things that I have like, a boner. I'd like I'm not look away. That crotch. <laughs> I'm not looking at no fucking boner, dude. Yeah, prove it. Prove it. Right now. <laughs> I'm not looking at you. no boner. I'm not gay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna see your penis. What do you think? If I see it, then I'm gonna fucking suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, uh, I was talking to someone about this the other day. I've been doing a show about my sex life at the playground theater, and it's really fun. Didn't you do that before? Yeah, the penis like, show or something. No, penis cake. Oh no, I used the to do a show, show called Sex Cake, and I still love the idea of that show. But we'd bake a penis cake and give it away, <laughs> uh, and it never did well. People did not like it. Really? So I would eat it. Um, yeah. Well, people loved the cake, but it just I couldn't get anyone out, and then I couldn't find a good venue for it. But it, uh, Baker. Yeah, I'm just doing a show where I talk about my sex life with Brendan Lemon, and it's fun. Uh, talk about your sex life with Brendan Lemon? Yeah, me and Brendan Lemon's sex life. Yeah, Is he's it just you guys? It's just us two, just banging. But like on stage, and you guys talk about your sex life? We've had uh, a host. We're thinking about going and doing like a little tour and like bringing a couple of people. Uh, but right now, like the thing I have a problem with is it's me and Brendan Lemon, who like I just look like an uglier Brendan Lemon. We're both straight white dudes. <laughs> Basically talking about how no one loves us, and so it's like, all right, this is the done. Give me tickets. Isn't dude, Brendan in a relationship tight. for the past like two, thumbs way, way up. <laughs> two years? Up my own ass. <laughs> yeah, Brendan's in a relationship. He he lives a weird life. Uh, I forgot. I I had a point to all this shit. Something about being gay. Oh. Oh, I remembered uh, people in my hometown because I was talking about sex ed and like how, like when like our sex ed teacher would talk about anal sex she'd mm. be like anal sex is still losing your virginity 
And like I knew a lot of dudes who'd be like, I'd never have anal sex with my girlfriend because that's gay. And I always thought that. Really? Well, they're like, boys have butts. And I'm girls just not have into butts. that. Not into butt stuff, dog. Not for Everyone me. Everyone knows the butt is the that male vagina. Yeah. We have a... We have, <laughs> wait, what did you say? Not into plan B. Yeah. Oh, that dude. Joke, yeah, that joke's joke great. That joke. Plan B, dude. The joke either does like great or does like awful. There's literally no middle ground yeah. for that joke. I, I don't even know what joke you're talking it's, about. Is the butt? I was gonna B? have sex with a girl, and then she said, "You have a condom," and I said, "No." And she said, "What about Plan B? Or what if we use Plan B?" I was like, ah, "I'm not an anal." <laughs> <laughs> Good joke. And it's either like one time the creepiest old man came out to me. He's like, "That is one of the best jokes I've ever heard." <laughs> I'm like, oh, "I can't tell this joke anymore." So I really don't to tell get to your joke. Plan B. I didn't, dude. I didn't. It's like let me see that beehole. <laughs> plan B. Hole. That plan would have B to, hole. I bet that would work on shithole. <laughs> they should call that show beehole. <laughs> I feel like most things would work on shithole. <laughs> yeah. Except. I've seen a couple people bomb. Except shit. my I've jokes. Seen, I've seen people bomb there. Yeah. I yeah. Feel like I've only I had done a shithole once, and I didn't kill. And I, a lot of my jokes, like if you just hear the first like. 10 seconds of it it's like oh this guy is racist yeah <laughs> and so I think I started one of those jokes and everyone's like mm-mm yeah, <laughs> yeah. Super then they hear the rest of it and Tim, they're like definitely racist Tim told me he bombed on show yeah, yeah, yeah. like real bad and like yeah, he did an someone actually told Mark Renucci about how bad the bomb was <laughs> that like was at the show Dude, so, they're too touchy sometimes I was yeah. thinking of how funny it'd be if someone went up a shithole and just like how quickly you know how the lights go they pop on and yeah. then they pop off just it pops on. He says the end where the lights pop <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, like, that's his act. <laughs> just boom. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen plenty of people get played. The next off. guy following is just like, <laughs> "Welcome to the stage." The lights come back on. They're like carrying the guy out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the hardest. Uh, I guess that makes me anxious. Not getting to the stage fast enough. Oh man, around. right. <laughs> Zach pulls you aside later. He's like. Don't you ever take <laughs> long, that long to get on stage? What does he sound like? Fucking fool out of yeah. me! <laughs> yeah, you made a fool of me. <laughs> this is my show. Dude, I got to do it one night at the House Against Cards Against. Car- Car- that's where I was on uh, last Friday. That it was, was sick. It was packed and it was so dope. Nice. That's like so one of the coolest venues. Hey, good for you, dog. It was so. It's, they, it's so great every Can time. I? Yeah, uh, that place is. Out, dude. Does oh. anyone have an Android charger? That place is badass. Uh, oh yeah, the uh, PlayStation controller. Uh, is that this shit right here? I, I believe so. Th- or no, no. Bitch, uh, it might be. Uh, where the fuck is this thing? No, it's it's, it's out of that controller. Oh yeah, boy, I'm I'm that sorry. Guys. Someone talk about. Talk, let's yeah. not all talk about what's going on okay, with the well, controller. Uh, the hardest I've ever laughed at an open mic guys in Seattle, and this dude. Got on stage. He was clearly new. He got on stage. He went, "All right, uh, any uh, any couples in the audience?" And no one clapped. There's a fucking open mic. And yeah. No one clapped. <laughs> and he's like, "All right, will someone lie and clap and say they're in a couple?" And no one clapped. And then he went, "Fine, that's all I've got." And then he left. <laughs> 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 oh, <man. That's> <laughs> and I thought, and uh, I was with Joe, and Joe didn't think he was serious. So after the show, Joe like went up to him and he's like, "Dude, that was the funniest shit I've ever seen." And the guy was like. What was funny about it? <laughs> and like he Joe was McMahon? No, Joe uh-huh. Gardner. He's uh huh. You ever met? Yeah, Vermont. He's uh, he's a little Asian guy. Uh, oh. 
But that was <laughs> nice, nice little Asian guy. That whole fucking trip, because I went to Seattle, I was like four months into stand-up, and I was doing it in Lubbock, where like crowds are really good, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm the fucking man. I went to Seattle and just ate shit there the whole fucking time. I got to, I convinced the club to put me up in Seattle. I, I was like, I told them I was a touring comedian. They put me up for like five minutes at like a showcase open mic. And I didn't bomb, but I didn't do very well, and I was like, fuck that crowd, that crowd. And then... Uh, like eleven year old kid went up after me and just fucking slaughtered. <laughs> Fuck him! And I it, fucking hate that. And it that. wasn't because you know sometimes kids like kill because they're like doing dark shit and like it's just funny to hear someone who hasn't hit puberty say fuck. It wasn't that. This kid was like killing. He's up there. He's like, you ever go to your friend's house and they don't have the same snacks that your mom has? And like the crowd was shit fucking about, like, loving it. Actually going on. <laughs> like, like that's still that kid like talking about life at his perspective, which is good. But it's still like gonna kill no matter. Like, there's still like a gimmicky feeling to that. A child. He's like got the cuteness factor. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's talking about snacks. And he's a kid. We yeah, but you can't one. avoid that. He can't make no, himself saying, a grown like, man. Totally. You would have to talk about your life at that time. It's just like impossible to be taken seriously. <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah. mean to shit on some eleven-year-old. Every time I see, I a kick kid, his ass. Every time I see a kid on stage, I'm a little afraid for the like. There <laughs> so was that not taking it seriously. There was like a comic in Dallas. She's probably older now, but like when she got, like went viral, she was like eleven, and like her dad was a comic, and it was like, listen to this comic. Like eleven-year-old comic is killing, and it was just like she doesn't want to be doing this. Yeah, that's like this is a gross old Uh, dad who wants his daughter. You tell she like wasn't it wasn't her like writing or anything. Uh, She had like one joke that I like clearly remember about uh, being on the internet and like making friends on the internet and like how they all go to jail or something. And I was like, that doesn't seem like something. It did very much seem like her dad was writing jokes for her. Yeah, that's weird. I might be wrong, but it's. Every time, like, a kid is on stage, I'm like, no, leave, dude. Like, <laughs> get yeah, the fuck out of here. Even, like you said, the kid that did well talking about his actual experience, that's cool, but it's, like, it's still hard to be taken, like, seriously. I don't know. And it's just, like, we're bad people, man. Like, I'm like, don't be around comics. We're shitty people. We're not good people. I wouldn't tell a kid not to try comedy, but surely not to hang around. I'm a good guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't need to be hanging around. I'm a great guy. How many how many comics do you know? I mean, I had this conversation recently. There was like a fiasco where a kid was on went on stage, yeah, and, I know, I, and I then remember. a comic went up and did their regular set, and people were pissed. And yeah, like was, he was just like, "Yeah, she's a comic, and I was there to work my set." And like, but like, how many people do you know that would like say that? And so it's like, I mean, I've I've listened to Wolf Larson talk about uh, fucking fucking Anthony Jeselnik in the ass. While there's a 12 year old sitting there in the audience at at North waiting to go up, and it's like you shouldn't be putting your kid in this situation. Yeah. Well, wasn't the dad like a comic? That so was with the other exactly. situation. Oh, okay. North, I'm, I was, was thinking of something else. At North, there was a pretty young kid who would go up. Uh, I don't know how it was allowed or whatever, uh, but his his mom was always with him. Oh, he's is that black kid? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen him. And so he'd go I've never up. seen him go up, but I've seen him when I was there. Yeah, he'd, he'd go up, and then he'd also, like, sit in the audience as other comics went up. And there are some comics who will go up and go, like, I'm going to go cleaner. And then there are some comics who are like, ah, it's comic. And so it's yeah. like, you His know. His mom would, like, laugh at jokes. 
Yeah, his but mom I, was cool. I just wanted to be like, that. get your kid out of here. Yeah, no, I get that for sure. I mean, yeah, she definitely knows. She they've been to multiple mics, so she knows what she's mm-hmm. bringing them around to. I get it, but your kids should no. Let them be innocent for a little while. Yeah, for a little while. I don't Too know. Much access these days, like kids would. How old do you? How old would? You, how old would you think yeah, that kid the is? The porn full circle, things. dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing: is when you're 12, you're not innocent because you do have porn. You're starting to think about sex, but you're kind of in a most of. Kids who are 12 are at least four years from ever the actual possibility of having sex. So they can, like, I think there's something about, like, it's one thing to be with your 12-year-old buddies and be like, I want to have sex with a girl. And then there's another thing hearing, like, a 32-year-old dude be like, and then I shoved my soft penis in her because I have erectile yeah. dysfunction. Yeah. Yeah. And that then is I a good shit. Bit. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I get that I mean, for sure. Bit, that that yeah. is a good bit. It is hard to hear uh, from a 12-year-old. Uh, I I think you're taking away the innocence of looking forward to sex. Like, do you remember when you hadn't had sex? Yeah, that's a good point. And you really wanted to have sex. And, like, in your head, you were like, when I have sex, it's going to be this mo- the most amazing thing. And, like, you know, it's going to be, like, our, like fucking fireworks. And it's going to be the best feeling I've ever had. It's a pretty amazing driver for a lot of people, you know? Like, so I mean, some people it can make them do some pretty dumb stuff. But a lot of people... It could be a spark where they're like, I hope I can be with someone. That could be the spark that, like, makes them want to do more with their life, like, you know, raise their status up. And if you lose that, then you might not have ambition. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like, you shouldn't, like... Gotta get my levels up. There's a while where, like, sex is so new to you that you don't think about how disgusting it is. And then you eventually get used to it. And then you really start to think about the disgusting... Ooh, yeah. And like we step outside of yourself a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we got to take away. Like, let those kids not think about the disgusting part of sex. Like, I'm not saying like we should like, but you have like for me it was like seven years until so 12 to 19. Uh-huh. I had hit puberty, wanted to have sex, didn't have. But for seven years, I got to be like, sex is gonna be this beautiful, amazing thing. And then like y- you have it, and it kind of is, but it kind of isn't. But like you at least get that seven years where you're like, ooh, I can't wait, and you want girls to like you mm-hmm. and now i'm just like a 27 year old man and i'm like yeah it'd be nice but like <laughs> i can also take a nap yeah i can yeah. like i would rather i i don't i mean that's pretty common too now these days they say well i think it's uh when we get down to it sex is cool Let's but get you down can do it sex is tight but you you can reach the same destination by yourself yeah uh there's not another person around like the only reason sex is better than masturbation is it's just someone accepting you sex is more yeah. about acceptance than anything yeah. like what i got out of this is that you would never get a hooker well no it definitely feels better <laughs> what is, off though too this is a uh, weird a conversation bit, uh, but i mean like it's no no like a, it's a fair amount better mm. like like busting a load when you're jerking off feels great and all <laughs> Hell but yeah, brother. it definitely feels better to have sex oh so yeah like, I thought you were saying it was better to jack off. No, no, I'm saying like you're both, it's like a means to an end. No, I get that. But having sex with someone definitely feels better. I heard that. I don't think anyone's. No, I'm I'm not arguing with you, but I'm thinking like, is it that much better? Like, yeah, if I could. Yeah, so much better than it's like, do I If I could go to the annoyance in a fucking Lamborghini or. That'll get him. In a Toyota Camry. 
yeah, I'm going to choose a Lamborghini. Dude, but I want to do like, that. You're going to have to talk to this Lamborghini for two hours <laughs> yeah. and yeah, yeah. then like decide if you actually like this Lamborghini. It's like, I'll just take the fucking Toyota. Like, I, fuck it. Like, yeah, yeah, you can debate the finer points, I guess, of whether it's worth all the side stuff. Well, because there's always side stuff. You have to want a relationship because the sex should never, ever be the point when you're trying to be with someone. So it's not about having the Lamborghini. It's about the other stuff you do with the Lamborghini. Lamborghini. You know, having the partnership with someone, feeling uh, mutually. uh, uh, What's the word? But they can't be an uggo. (laughs) I'm on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like to you, I mean, everyone's attracted to something different. But like, I think. I think that's something dudes have. Yes, no, that's right. you guys, y'all you know. To be that. Attracted to the person you're trying to be. Yeah, with. but I think dudes don't think like that's where you get all these guys who are like, oh, "I'm in the friend zone." It's like, nah, dude, you're ugly, man. That's just, <laughs> and girls have to be attracted to you too. Like for some yeah. reason, that's accepted. Sure. Like dudes aren't going to have sex with the girls who they're not attracted to. Yeah. But we think girls, like, if they think I'm nice, they should have sex. No, they should also be attracted to you. And yeah. you can be super nice. You're still ugly, man. That's kind of, yeah, that's the big riff that, like, a lot of dudes have is, like, the expectation. Well, they should at least message me back. Like that waitress you know? at Durkin's, I don't even bother talking to her. She's just way too hot. You know who I'm talking about, the super hot one? <laughs> Which one, dude? There's a number of insanely hot chicks that work at Durkin's. The one who's, like, always there with the black hair. I think so. I know we're not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name drop her, but yeah. <laughs> I just anytime I see her, I'm like, hey, what's up? And like, that's the only time we talk all night. <laughs> there's no other reason for us to be talking. Yeah, there's definitely. You can reach a level of attractiveness to where I'm not gonna talk to you. You can also reach a level of attractiveness to where I will talk a lot to you because I am so sure there is nothing sexual there, mm. and you take away that sexual tension. I'm like, you would never want to be with me. Yeah. Yeah, that's when I you get can that. be like the most relaxed, is when you're like, there's zero chance of me yeah, getting yeah. anything from this. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's why, wise. like, if I'm dating somebody and, like, people know I'm in a relationship, I, I'm so much better talking to women. Because there are women yeah, yeah. I, I talk to and I feel weird. I'm not even attracted to them, but I'm like, I don't want you to get, like, I don't want yeah. to accidentally creep you out or something. Mm. I'm not trying to have sex with you, but like I still am a gross person. So yeah, and I hear that. All right, I have social anxiety. Is this moral of that story? I'm gonna go on medicine soon. Really? Like what? Like uh, Zoloft, I think. Have you been on one before? No. For being anxious. They definitely yeah. CBD, dog. Try that shit out. You just take 800 milligrams of CBD every night. <laughs> Well, he never uh, he never smokes, so he would yeah. Well, he'd probably do something. Weed, I he mean, weed can something. really drive anxiety, or it can reduce it. And I think a lot of it has to do with where you're at mentally at the time, right? Like, I, I've noticed people Set, in, setting, in my man. experience, anecdotally, people that have the most issue when they smoke weed are usually people that are people in their sober life. They are concerned with time and uh, organization, things like that. Because weed kind of like can kick that out of your system like it, it can really throw you through a loop with that and that can cause the anxiety the feeling of uh there's somewhere i need to be or uh what if i fall over right now in front of everyone and you know yeah i don't I like feel like that's a thc though like if you just take some cbd pills or some shit no i've taken oh, yeah. cbd it doesn't, does, does it doesn't that not do anything much. for you no, like uh, did you do the vape thing or the you, pills uh, i've done pills and i took been the like oil and like held it under my tongue but like you have to understand like i have in a small setting like this, I'm typically fine. Uh, but like I, I will like go to a party and go outside and cry, like uh-huh. very like sincere. Like I'll go into a party where I know everyone. Yeah. Uh, 
like I, I remember very vividly once uh, it, it it was a long time ago because uh, it was Shira's first going away party where she was like going back to college. So it was like two years ago, but I knew everyone there. Oh, uh, a holiday club. holiday club. And yeah. I kept going outside uh, to smoke a cigarette, but it was mainly because I went in there and I was like, all these people are your friends. I would talk to myself. I'd go, all mm. these people are your friends. They want to talk to you. And then I'd stand there and I'd be like, none of these people want to talk to me. I don't know how to jump into a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I'd step outside to smoke a cigarette. And then I would like give myself a pep talk and I'd go like, all right, dude, just smoke the cigarette. Calm down. Like go back in there. Like you're going to talk to some people. Like, everyone here likes you. No one doesn't like you. Yeah. And then I'd go inside, and I'd freak out again. Like, it got so bad. Like, I was, like, outside, like, just crying. And I was like, what, what, what's what's fucking wrong with me? Have yeah, you had maybe. a time where maybe, like, objectively, maybe you were, like, friends with the wrong crowd or something? Like, just people that... Have you guys ever been in, like, a friend group that you just didn't belong in? Has that, like, ever happened to you where you were... That feeling that you had that wasn't justified at, like, Shira's party, for example. Have you had it justified before? I don't think so, but I've always felt like, even in my friend groups now, like comics, Mm -hmm. I I don't think, like I will be with comics and I'll be like, none of these guys think I'm funny Mm -hmm. and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, But like, I've dated a comic and been like, she doesn't think I'm funny at all. Mm -hmm. So like everything, like whatever we give value to, like with comics, a lot of times we give value. I think that other people don't think I have. Uh Yeah, I always, I have a fear that I'm one of the comics that like, if for some reason I come up when people are sitting around just shooting the shit, like everyone just dumps on their act, like their comedy, you know? Mm. Yeah. uh, I hope to not be that. Cause there are, we all know someone who is that guy. Yeah. If he comes up, people are going to be like shit all over. It's like that Dane Cook bit where it's like, if you don't have that guy, then you're that guy. Yeah. So I think you're good. My thing is, I think, uh, I'm not worried about people not thinking I'm funny on stage. Uh, I go back and forth on my confidence in that, but for the most part, I'm like, I know my stuff on stage might not be the funniest, but it's like, it can be consistent. Like I know jokes I have that work almost all the time. Yeah. So I'm never worried about that. I'm worried about like, I don't think I'm funny off stage and like, I don't always feel the need to be funny off stage. Yeah. You don't need to be, but I, I think that's like a big factor here. So like when I'm talking to comics and they start riffing, I'm like, yeah, I gotta go. I gotta fucking go because these guys are gonna realize I'm not funny and mm. then I'm worthless and and then I gotta leave. Some yeah. people do that too much though, and you just want to be like, dude, relax, just chill. Yeah. It, it, it can be brutal, like, right like comic parties dad, too, uh, especially it maybe if you're not like some of our, our comic friends, they are like a bam, bam, bam. Type. You can be funny and not that. You can be more conversational and you know, like it gets nothing's worse than when you're at like a party of comics and. It's just like everyone back and forth laughs, laughs, and then you finally are like, "All right, let me say something," and then it's like, "Yeah," uh, and then like they go back into something else. Yeah, that's a nightmare, dude. <laughs> yeah, when everyone's making a joke, and then like, like, or if everyone's like, like hitting, like you know, like yeah. we all roast each other, and so yeah. like everyone's roasting somebody, and then like you go in, and people are like. Oh man! Dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why'd you just say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I'm so bad about. Like people will be like, "Man, you look like blah blah," and then I'll just like go with something that's too true. And I'll just oh be man, like, just be like that. That makes sense that she broke up with you. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> Your dog has less than a year to live. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's the funniest, meanest thing. Ever. <laughs> did, you, did you do burnt? You did burn, didn't you? I did burn, and it went so oh, bad. Who did you Rowe, go right? up against? Went so uh, I, went, I went with uh, Brian Rowe. You won? I won, but it was just terrible. 
I also get into like overthinking and like I was like, well, the audience doesn't want to hear like typical roast jokes. Like they're all going to hear like these. He looks like this roast. So I'm going to like change the system. And so <laughs> I, end, oh, yeah. I ended up going with super long, like where I would explain some of Brian's backstory and then they did not like it. Really? Uh, it wasn't. And it wasn't because they didn't get it. It's because I sucked. It sucked. <laughs> it was just too long. It just. Yeah. They I was like, it. instead of trying to go like, look at him, he looks like a. He looks like an accountant found meth. Like <laughs> that was like the joke they wanted. And instead, I was like, Brian shares his last name with a famous court case, uh, Roe versus Wade. And then I explained the fucking court case. <laughs> the whole joke was about how, unfortunately, his mom didn't win the case in time to abort him. Oh, man. And I thought it was a funny joke, but it was like way too long of a setup. And yeah, I, you know, that's some what people learn stuff jokes that, is right? you can't like you can't work on them. It's you're going in and it's like it's like an, you're almost doing an, an open mic. Yeah, I just don't like roast shows in general. Uh, gives me anxiety. I've it, only done one. It gives me anxiety, and I'm like, this is point. I've only done one on one. I've done like like when Spilsy left, like roast of and you roast everyone on the show. If I did a roast show though, I'd want to be like, we're not expecting real audience members. This is for the comedy yeah. scene. They roasted like Mark Renucci before he left at like Durkin's. Yeah, the roast uh, yeah. battle is. It's hard. It's stressful, dude. It's stressful. Ugh. Sorry. Yeah, because you really don't want to fucking lose. I I went against Willie. I really didn't want to lose to Willie. Yeah. <laughs> My main thing is I'm just like I feel like roast shows are for people that, like, roasting a celebrity on Comedy Central. I get that because people feel like they know them, but it's like. People don't care about you, so I can't be like that. Is a Colin thing to do? Well, not only <laughs> that's the one that of the big hurtful. aspects of a roast show is you're taking a person that is usually getting nothing but praise all the time and giving it to him. You're like giving them a negative, you know, praise essentially. So why would you do that with people that are already like in the shit? Like you know, it doesn't work <laughs> the uh, same. Yeah. Like it's funny to watch Shatner get roasted because you know he's fucking William Shatner. You well, know, yeah, but like the roast battle in Comedy Central and those are. Pretty big comics if you like you're into comedy, but but yeah, I don't otherwise. think many people watch that really. That's true. I don't it, know. I, it I'm might start approaching inside baseball though with like that kind of show. Yeah, I think shows like that comics watch it. I yeah. watched it a shit ton they before I did burnt. But I don't think people like. But like, if you do like the roast of uh, the roast of Bruce Willis, tons of people watch that. Yeah. Because, like, that makes sense, but, like... Oh, I, they're going to get him. Yeah, the yeah. roast show, like, That has to be, battles. like, really into comedy. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just comic nerds. Yeah. Comedy nerd dumb is, like, a new thing now. Like, Well, I guess it's already existed, but it seems like now more than ever there's, like, a whole culture. Like, there's so many shows about stand-up now, you know? It's crazy. You know? Like, like, even Seinfeld, there was a show where he was a stand-up in the show, but it was so peripheral, like, in the show. There's mm -hmm. shows where the point is the stand-up. I never thought of him as, like, that show about him, like, as a stand-up, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, I yeah, it wasn't that. a show about a stand-up comedian. It was yeah. a show about a dude who happened to do stand-up yeah. comedy. Yeah. I don't know. I feel kind of shitty for... I mean, not even shitty. This is something I believe. I think, like, like I, I know a lot of people that, like, have ideas for, like, shows, you know, like, like comedy shows where doing stand-up is a big part of it, and I don't know. I feel like part of being a comedian means like try writing, like take like something normal and then apply the comedic filter to it. Don't like do comedy about comedy. Yeah. And, but it's just like, you also want to write about what you know. Like my first right. idea for what I was going to write in this writing class was like, it's a teacher who does comedy. And then uh -huh. I was like, God, fuck me. Right. I did think, 
today. I've been getting into science fiction, and I do think it'd be very fun to write like a show that was not supposed to last long about uh, stand-up comedy, but where robots have finally gotten better at it. Than us. <laughs> uh-huh. That's funny. Uh, is robots talking shit? About yeah, each just other? robots, just you know, going up and like, just we all fucking robots suck now. Yeah, but yeah, I don't want to watch any more shows about stand-up comedy. Yeah, like I watch them if they're good. Like Crashing is good. Yeah, Crashing's good, but the I'm right. dying up here sucks. I haven't watched it. Uh, I've watched Crashing. Crashing is good, but it's also just like, yeah, I see this every day. This is sad. Yeah, this is yeah. weird. This is we. I I think we we just live weird lives that most people don't understand. Yeah, like I really think Dude. most people who know I do comedy think. I like because a lot of people I work with know I teach and do comedy, and I really think they think I leave work, and I go to like a club with a packed audience, and then yeah, like yeah. I walk in and someone's like, "Oh fuck, Corey, how are you, man? Like, get on stage, like you're yeah, up at yeah. five, and then I do thirty minutes of just applause, yeah. and like people laughing their ass. I don't think very many people who know I do stand up <laughs> know I go to a bar three hours early and sit there and read a book or do like great papers. And then, like, push people out of the way and go, like, no, I was here first. I was here first. Yeah. <laughs> Sign up. If, and then do four minutes where no one laughs. And then I say, well, fuck you guys anyway. And then I go home and then I fall asleep. Yeah. And I feel like if, if it's crashing. It's really sad when you put it like that. <laughs> when you say if crashing was supposed to be, like, uh, realistic in any way, the whole first season should have been him just trying to get on some shitty bar show. And yeah. then finally <laughs> yeah. getting that at the end of season one. Like the, by yeah. episode two, he's like doing warm up for some talk show. Yeah. 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 And it should have ended with him getting that bar show. And it sucked. Thinking that <laughs> everything was going to change. And then nothing. I remember yeah. that was the saddest thing in stand up for me is when I moved to Chicago. Yeah. I couldn't get booked on anything. And then I was like, and then uh, the young hustle was going to let me do the laugh factory. And I was like, fuck yeah. I spent like two months preparing my eight minutes. Like. I was asking to do on get on shows so I could do the eight minutes. I was running nothing but that time, and then I went, and it actually went well. And I, yeah. But like in my head, I was like, I'm gonna kill, and then my life's gonna change. And it went really well, and then the next day, I kind of woke up. I really woke up expecting to have like five messages in my inbox, like, "Hey, man, heard you killed. Like, when can you do this show?" Yeah. <laughs> and just no it's one. It's me, Conan O'Brien. You know. Yeah, people talk about doing late night, having that feeling, and be yeah. like, nobody even fucking called. I heard that's yeah. a, that's like a problem in a lot of shows. I read this article that was saying like a lot of our generation is screwed up because of shows that do kind of do like a very quick rise. Because then in real montage. life, when you try to yeah, the <laughs> rise montage, yeah, exactly. That's like, I think that's literally what the article is about. Was the montage scene like ruined our generation? Yeah. Well, and and it's God, it's it's very frustrating to realize that nothing is gonna make you happy like happiness is something like it's not that you have to be sad forever but happiness is something that like kind of comes from within because you're always like once i do the laugh factory then i'm just gonna be a happy person and then you're happy for like 30 minutes after and then you go oh what now and then you go to bed and then the next day you wake up and you're like oh nothing happened and i gotta I gotta go just I have to like myself like I don't know how to do that yeah like I thought doing the laugh factory would make me like myself and I just still don't mm-hmm. yep and god that was what's real his sad. name Chris Gethard oh no is that his name with the glasses Chris Gethard yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah he uh he's really good at talking about shit like that 
uh, like his show. He's Do they have a podcast? Maybe you guys should listen to that one instead. I don't know if he has a podcast, but on his show, he talked about like finding success. You think you're going to be happy and you put in all this work and you get it. And like, there's just some big hole in your life. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, uh, I was just talking with Shira about this. Like it, it really is like a, like when you realize it's kind of like a sink, like you're like, literally it's like you could pour water in it, but it's just going to keep draining. Yeah. You know, like you have to find something else to fill your hole. <laughs> I basically you, you know hole, like <laughs> like it's like pursue stand-up but it's almost like like the the fame aspects you want out of stand-up like don't put a lot of weight into that because it's never gonna make you happy it's also exciting uh like i mean we've only talked about the negative things but it's yeah. also exciting because you get to realize like sometimes oh yeah i'm happy now like sometimes yeah. you think so much about like and then i'm gonna get this show and then i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna be good at stand-up and then i'm gonna be happy but there are sometimes like these like little moments where I'm sitting at a mic and someone goes on stage. It's usually when someone goes on stage and does something ridiculous yeah. and like they pull out like a dildo or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then I'm around like I, I know we don't hang out much, but like I really like all you guys. And I'll be like, oh, I'm around like people I like. There's a dude jacking off a dildo on a stage. <laughs> I'm drinking yeah. on a Thursday like fuck yeah this is fun and yeah. i live a weird interesting life like yeah this is something to where like most people would see this and they would talk about it forever i see something like this every week yeah and yeah. then you're like oh yeah i live this really cool life uh-huh. and, and it's just like everything lines up and you get to be super happy and yeah. nothing really caused it exactly. and i have lots of little moments like that where i have yeah, yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. Just pure ecstasy. You know? Yeah. Well, I, I, it's because I've been slipping ecstasy in your <laughs> beers at open mics. It mics. is always after I see college. So I, <laughs> I get those moments, like like you said, like things are kind of fleeting when you get them. But I do get a good sense of accomplishment looking back. Like if I could talk to me on day one, the first day, you're like, I'm about to do a stand-up set. And just be like, hey, man, even just so far, you've gotten to do some pretty cool shit. Like, Knowing, looking back on yeah. it, I feel like you see it much easier. Because right now you're like, well, what do I got coming up? What do I want to get on? Like, and you're always in the like swing of it. But if yeah. you look back, you're like, oh no, like some of it's been. I've gotten to do some pretty cool shit so far. Yeah, and I've done nothing. Yeah, I, mean? I I always remind myself about how happy I would have been six months for like an opportunity. Like yeah. right now, uh, uh, I mean, I've this month, I haven't been like swarmed with shows but I think I've done like seven or eight and I remember the times where I would go like I would do anything to do a show this month like yeah. a shitty bar show like whatever yeah. and like now it's like I'm, yeah. I'm getting to do a, a month that I don't have a month where I don't do a show anymore yeah like, I, I usually of- do at least like four or five shows a month and like that's something a year ago I would have killed for right. yeah. you know well do before whenever I there was a long time for me between starting doing opening open mics like regularly and trying to get up and actually getting booked on something where someone asked you to come do comedy at a spot, not just showing up at an open mic. That was a long time. Uh, for yeah. me. And so that time when you have nothing to lean on at all, you're like, Oh, every day you're basically like, Oh, I probably should sell. Like I have no, no sign has been shown to me that this is working out at all. Mm-hmm. And so then you finally start to get some stuff and you're like, Oh, okay, and then you have that, but like, yeah, looking back on there, you're like, there's like 10 months where whatever, you know, you get literally nothing. See, yeah. I, I got a weird start, and this is something I miss a lot, is I started in Lubbock, crowds were really hot, like our open mics, um, our open mics would get about 20 to 30 people of real audience members, not people trying to go up who just wanted something to do, and they were excited to be there, 
and then uh, but for sure those would still suck. But every Friday we that's had so valuable though. Yeah, we had to some here like where yeah. six people, six Dude, comics. We had an yeah. open mic where we got an average of fifty people out every Friday. Wow. And like, and it was just a hot crowd. It was called the Litter Box, and it was like in the back of this piece of shit hookah lounge, and it was like. No lights back there. They didn't even have electricity running back there. We ran a uh, extension cord so we could plug in the PA system and then like a living room lamp. But it was just the hottest thing. And every and I always had that like you know you bomb on Tuesday you go I get to do the litter box on Friday. And people you, people would kill to go up in that room in this city like fifty yeah, people yeah. attentively like watching there to see comedy for real fucking a dude yeah i've I've thought about uh leaving a couple of times and going back to like a smaller town in texas just to go like i i think i needed chicago Mm because when i came to chicago i would have basically four minute jokes with one punchline at Mm. the end and like chicago taught me like oh you got to be funny like a lot yeah and i think i could i still have a lot to learn here but i've thought about just being like you know what i'm gonna go back and spend like a year or two in texas and like do crowd i think my stage presence has gotten worse since i'm also like thinking about leaving why you say that as far as like oh i was gonna say like as far as getting like notoriety and like with the internet like that's not like a bad plan anymore like like going back to like a smaller scene where you could really like so you go to Chicago for a while, you get much better, much sharper, and then you go back to a place where you can really build an audience. Yeah, it's hard to build an audience in a city with so much shit everywhere. See, that's what I've thought about doing too. Is like just I I also don't necessarily I don't want to be famous. I want to make a living doing stand up, and so I guess you got to have some people who can recognize you. But I would rather go back to like my small town of Lubbock and like strategize and go like I'm going to be doing shows here, and then like. Once every month, I'm going to drive three hours this way to this kind of big town yeah. and do a show there mm. and get email addresses and get people who like me and look forward to it and then like start building an audience mm. and then just go like, I'm going to, I'd rather be like a, I, I would be fine being a road comedian. I'd, yeah. I would oh, dude. be fine like going on the road, yeah, making enough money to live oh. uh, and then just like, you know, like building a little audience. I don't. Dude, I want to fucking buy a van and just. Try to get my expenses as low as possible. Like throw a twin mattress in a van and just hit the road. Just yeah. Try to like, yeah. just go. If you could, if you had a pl- a way like if you, if you owned the van and had just like a gym membership or something, so you could shower in most major towns and just go around to like different cities and meet comics, make connections, and like eventually start putting together like show runs and just do it that way well, that's what fuck f- fresh drunk stone they're like they're fucking doing it you know they're really oh, yeah, out dude. there they're packing out big yeah. places you know like i remember like when it first started you know, like everyone's kind of like oh you're doing your own tour like that's dude, i'm so envious yeah. of what yeah they're happening. fucking that's that's what you do they're you, busy too yeah i think you you have you to hit like a point where you places. you're like doing open mics and shit and you have to just like start putting your foot down on open mics and start planning like a, like a project or doing something with it at you know at the cost of not going out to do mics as much like does that make sense no yeah. i'm i'm completely on board with that and i've thought about like what can i do to like monetize it i also love doing free shows but like i'm yeah i would love uh commit to the bit i did dylan's album release yesterday it was awesome mm-hmm. uh, and dylan and tyler are both such good people and they yeah. just have like little buttons and stuff and uh, they had like a book put together and like just shit like that like i'd love to go on the road and like have a little book and like you know if you can make 
I was in Texas. There were so many small towns with nothing to do. Mm-hmm. And like when I put on a show there, I would get 100 to 150 people out because mm-hmm. there's nothing to do. Yeah. And then just being like, you know, like if you can make $200 a night doing that, obviously you can't make $200 every night. But like that would get you by that would get you to the next show. It gets you to the next show, and then it's like, I mean, I'm like. I'm into that, dude. That old school, like, vaudevillian lifestyle. Just hit the road. I'm just yeah. doing these shitty shows, making enough money to get to the next shitty show. Yeah. I would love to try it for a while. Yeah. I, I, I want to get better about doing it over the summer, because I, I get that. I get the nice, like, summer break. Yeah. But you don't really need a job. <laughs> like, do what? Like, if you, if you can get your expenses on off, you don't really need the day job. That's what I'm saying. Like, That's if nuts. you owned a van. Like a work van and was yeah. like actually organized and had like carried around, you know, a bed and your clothes and things yeah. like that with you. You could, I feel like you could travel at not the like lowest rate of. Yeah. I was watching um, the a little bit of documentary stuff on that Alex Honold guy. Have you seen clips of this guy? Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Guy? No, this guy, he's What's like guy? a free solo climber where he's just like. Him, yeah, ex- oh like, yeah, no, I, I've yeah. seen this him yeah. with a bag of chalk on his back, and he just climbs like mountains, no ropes, nothing, no just on like cliffs. No, thank you. And like, yeah, yeah like but that. he just has a van, and he's got like a little like he's got a bed in it, and he's got like a little like hot plate, and he yeah, just that's it, he dude. lives off that. He just travels oh. around. He said he makes like maybe like eleven grand a year, like in you know like he gets like you know he's like one of the world's best rock climbers, so he'll get like little publication events and stuff. But yeah, he just lives off Dude, that. That's dope. Yeah. If, if you could scrap together ten to fifteen grand in a year from doing yeah. enough shows and you exactly. owned the vehicle and it was like good enough, it was like running, you weren't worried about it like breaking down constantly. Mm-hmm. You had a place to sleep. What was it like twenty bucks a month for like Planet Fitness Gold or something? Yeah. You got a place to shower. I think yeah. I would I would try it for a while. I would I, I think it. it'd be fun for a while, but then like also I go like super like Texas roots going like but one day I just want to be able to lay in a bed with a woman who loves me yeah <laughs> yeah and so like it kind of goes back like that sounds awesome but then it goes like but you would I mean you is that awesome at 35 still like, have I think that, that I mean there's some people argue like that it, like maybe I mean if you did that for five years straight that would be an insanely long time to do that I think yeah, for sure. But it would sure. be cool to try doing it for a while. Yeah, like, well, the c- whole concept of, like, settling down, basically. Like, I guess that, I don't know if that would feel better at a younger age or at an older age. Like, I think it wouldn't feel good unless you'd really gotten, like, your rocks off everywhere. Like, everywhere. doing your thing a lot in, while well, you're All younger. I guess, how also, do you settle down? But it's also, like, you could settle down. That That's kind of why, like, I, I get on board with the, like, not dating comics, but I'm also kind of like, I would love to date a comic. Yeah. Can you imagine someone else like someone else who would be totally that excited about yeah. being like, "Oh yeah, we should get a fucking van and yeah, go yeah. city to yeah. city and do shows in front of drunk people, and then we can go back to our shitty van and we can have sex, and then you can hold me and we can talk <laughs> yeah. about like." Well, but then one does better than the other, and then that starts happening. Yeah, <laughs> but that's why it's like uh, I mean, it, that's why it's like so complicated why yeah. you shouldn't date a comic. That's yeah. dependent on the person you're dating. Though. Yeah, that's true. Because if you were in a healthy ah. relationship with another comic, which is maybe a like Tom Segura and, and Christina, yeah, exactly. but if, if in something good happens like that person would be that much more able to be right there beside you like fuck yeah like yeah. i totally get why that's a good thing and i'm happy for you uh-huh yeah you become a package with each other but i kind of think like we're always going to have that jealousy yeah and that's like yeah, a real totally. thing i have people that i love 
who do better than me and I still love them and like I, I think I've gotten a lot better about this just being like But I would still rather be I, like I go like I'm a little mad that you got that but I'm so happy you got that mm-hmm. like but there is like there's still that like the fuck what but I'm the funniest in the world I'm the funniest man in the world <laughs> ever was that's me dude I, I know I know and I'm the second funniest man <laughs> we've been the talking strongest and handsomest too it's been an hour and a half yeah I'm sorry no no this is a good episode I think we, gave it to we got a lot of uh, so what's going on tell us about the show Plug it, plug it. Uh, uh, the Hidden Shamrock, we're about to go weekly every Friday. Uh, and it's just a fun show. We get comics that I really like uh, to come out and um, just put on a good show. There's not really a gimmick, just good comedy. Right Which is awesome. Comedy, so baby. go to Durkin's and then don't come in yeah. and go to Hidden Shamrock. I find myself, like, I've, I, like with work and stuff, and, like, I, I'll have a lot of people ask me, like, you know, oh, what's better, Laugh Factory or Zanies? And it's like, what's honestly... Better? Go to these. Go to small shows at bar. Like those are where you get a really sick experience. I feel like I'm like, like trying to sell people on local shows. No, but Shamrock. it's. I don't know. Like, I would say I think you're gonna have more fun at uh, that show most of the time. Then well, you don't. Have you're gonna to have cheaper out. drinks. When, you're we were, have, when we were giving out tickets for highly, uh, we gave a guy a free ticket. He's like, "Thanks for the free ticket to buy two drinks." <laughs> I'm like, "You got us. <laughs> That's yeah. the whole plan." You got us. Right. But if you go to a bar show where it's free and then you, you just have a good time and stuff, and I don't know. And I feel like it's a little bit more like loose. Like there's still something when you walk into a club where you're like, "All right, I'm doing a club thing," and like I have to be kind of like, like I feel at a bar, it's more like you're having fun with buddies. Like, and you kind of feel like the comics are your buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. I get that for sure. Uh, but yeah, come out to that. I, I am gonna because I'm I'm not feeling super great. I'm doing that. Uh, the Hidden Shamrock. And then um, that's all I've got to plug, really. Hell yeah, dude. Well, this was a lot of fun, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for talking with us. Thanks for being Corey. We love you. Yeah, I, I we love you. Guys. Love <laughs> you. <laughs> We're in love with you. All right, bye-bye, everyone. Keep dreaming. Dream bye. on, dreamers. <laughs>